On today's episode of the Halloween 365 podcast, we dig up our VCRs and overnight some blink tapes as we dive into the mind of Katie Video. It's coming. Leave me alone. He doesn't believe in Don't you know what happens on Halloween? Welcome back to the Halloween 365 podcast. It is the only podcast where it is horror 24-7 and Halloween 365. That is correct. At the time of recording this, we are 268 days away. 265, once this episode actually launches, from everybody feasting upon their favorite holiday, Halloween. Yeah? No? Yeah. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) Each day, each day I'm a little more excited. Every day we're inching closer and closer. So, first of all, how's everybody doing today? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, you know, it's it's a very fine Sunday here over in the VA. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. where. It's it's a little, you know, it's heating up over here in Arizona. It's not like um, hell yet, but we're getting there. We're getting there. What about you, Katie? See, how's, the the... Weather? How, how's the weather for you? It's perfect. It's it like, is perfect for us. Um, yeah, it's close to like 70 something right now sun cloud in the sky no rain see that that's i'm assuming is that california yes los angeles yeah los angeles so yeah no yeah it's perfect see i'm the only one that's in the cold realm of hell over here it's like 40 some degrees you're hitting all the snow (laughs) did you get any snow yet germ have you Uh, uh, a couple days ago it was like flurrying but nothing too crazy nothing crazy yeah no, um, but I mean, you know what, if you go by the groundhog, there's apparently more weeks of winter ahead of us, so <laughs> You can't go by the groundhog. <laughs> really? That's, I mean, I know you're a firm believer in the superstitious, but... That one I don't necessarily believe, so... Don't, don't, don't even. So normally, <laughs> normally we'd be joined by uh, our other co-host, Justin. Unfortunately, he's not here today. I don't know what's going on. Hopefully he's okay. We'll check back in at some other point. He may just drop in in the middle of the episode. I have no idea, but we're going to move forward. We are going to move full steam ahead. And as I said at the top of the hour, we have a really awesome guest. And we're going to be diving into the VHS world just a little bit. And our guest today does not disappoint when it comes down to that medium. Everyone, Katie, video. Katie, I cannot thank you enough for coming onto the show today. And, and, all the artwork that you do is absolutely amazing. So thank oh, you yeah. for that big time. Thank you. <laughs> what to say to that? I'm always so, like, oh, thanks. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. Like I'm like such a sucker for like retro things. Like I don't know how to describe it. Right. Like I, I have fallen into this void, this ever in never ending void of retro media. And when I stumbled across your page, I was like, holy shit, this is just the coolest thing. I, I've never seen anybody do it before I found your page. And I, I don't know if it's a common thing, but you're the first person I've seen that actually have taken this and turned it into something that's just extravagant. So it's awesome. Well, thank you. I was actually inspired by some other VHS creators as well as my um, obsession with vinyl <laughs> prior oh, okay. to yeah. this. Okay. So it's it's not necessarily new, but I did try to take a new spin on it since i know a lot of creators they like to do very vintage rundown looking vhs and i'm like i 
I love Sunco's video. Oh, I want to make okay. it look like okay. something from yeah. Sunco's video. <laughs> Back when I, I was collecting awesome. anime tapes. <laughs> oh, man. What a yeah, deep no, I, I like it a lot, too. Yeah, because, I mean, the whole vintage thing. And me, personally, I just, uh, like, I've always liked um, the artwork that goes on the VHS covers or DVD covers or just any of it. And I was, you know, when I seen it, I was like, this is pretty damn cool. So, <laughs> I, I think for, for a lot of people that love that retro style, like, and, and I'm aging myself here, but I remember walking into video stores and seeing these really wonderful just mysterious you never know what you're gonna get right like this insane stuff on the wall and you're like "Ah, i'll take a shot see what it is and i I discovered so many hidden gems that way when i was a child and now video stores are a thing of the past but you're keeping it alive so that is absolutely awesome so you kind of answered my first question and and that question was going to be basically what was your venture into this world like what was the catalyst like what kick-started this for you well, I mean, part of it was, like I had mentioned, that inspiration from um, my love of vinyl. But it was also, the, in terms of the design and the aesthetic, it was based on my love of a lot of the horror art from the yeah. 70s and the 80s. And nice. I wanted to have that sort of like paintish sort of effect. When I originally started, I was doing more of like photographs and sort of just like small tweaks here and there. But then I decided I wanted something that was more my own and also put in color because I love the use of color. Um, I love like Giallo and uh, Dario Argento and the way that he has all of that color in the films that he makes. And so I wanted that represented it in the covers as well. Well, you did an awesome job with that. That That's one of the things that I find most fascinating is you've got this um, – I don't, I don't know what's the best way to call it. It's like a neon pop almost, mm-hmm. right? Like to, to everything. And it's, it's just such a cool hue. And there, there are some things like we were talking about um, your Twilight covers, right? Yeah. And I, so yeah. I'll be the first to admit, I'm not the biggest Twilight fan. But if I would have seen that video, if I would have seen that case in a store, bro. I would have been so sold. I would have been like, oh, that's yeah. like the next near dark, right? Like that's that's the first thing that my mind would have gravitated to. So I think that's awesome. That is really cool. It's definitely what I was going for. So one of the things that I loved about going into a video store was sometimes the covers were a little bit misleading. And I know oh, that yeah. some people, yeah. when they saw the Twilight covers, were like, I don't like this because it's misleading. It's like, that's the whole reason I did it. I love I, it. I, I think I, that's it. <laughs> That was one of the joys is being like, I don't know what this is. It looks good. You get it home, you watch it and it's horrible. (laughs) Something else. Like, (laughs) like I'm not, I'm not hating on anyone out there that likes twilight because I'm, like I said, I've never given it a shot, so I can't really be, I can't judge it. Um, But I have heard that it's, it's not as bad as some people make it out to be. So I don't know. Hold on. Let me tell you real quick. (laughs) So um, I'm with Chad as far as, like, I even try to read one of the books, and um, I, I'm a huge vampire fan, and I just did not like this take on it. Again, to, to each their own, but um, I feel like if they had as cool of a cover as what you presented, <laughs> I would have been pissed off taking that home after I watched it. I would have been like, what did you do? I wasted my this? money. Like, <laughs> what is this movie? Oh, no. It's, it's absolutely awesome. So is there, like... Um... What's the workflow like? Because you do all your own designs, correct? Like you, yeah. 
you craft it. What's the workflow for something like that? So first, I usually get inspiration from other covers, or I get inspiration from looking at different stills within the films themselves. Mm -hmm. And then I determine which characters I want to have on the cover. And I'll sometimes even go through like Shutterstock and sort of pick out different imagery because I want to make things a little bit different. Sometimes I want to incorporate imagery that's not even within the film, like I did with Twilight, right? That's like, yeah, I yeah. Wanted the, more. The, I wanted yeah. blood. <laughs> I wanted a lot. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm like looking and, at this. I'm like, I don't remember <laughs> ever seeing anything about this. It's like it's fucking wild. Yeah, yeah. Love it. which. By the way, I actually do like Twilight, but I don't recommend it to people who are um, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so let me ask you this: So, if if I were <laughs> if I were to start watching Twilight, right, what would you recommend me doing going in with an open mind? Like, like how how would you like what would you describe this as this journey? I would go in with the expectation of having a very emotionally seen a very emotionally abusive vampire boyfriend <laughs> Damn, and <okay. laughs> seeing things that you really never wanted to see um that were a little bit pedophilic <laughs> near the oh, end oh shit okay <laughs> see yeah. see wait a minute so wait i think i know what you're talking about i think yeah yeah i think i know a little bit um the, the the wolf right like jacob yeah correct? yeah jacob <laughs> my think... god what is <laughs> yeah um and then also expect to see a lot of mormon imagery mormon imagery yeah that's not what i expected at all yeah. mormon imagery like like yeah, the, and... the, so hold up <laughs> hold up i'm sorry Trim. <laughs> i gotta i'm trying to like depict mormon imagery and the only thing that my mind gravitates towards is the mormon underwear <laughs> please tell me you guys have heard of that but anyway no i, I digress i yeah. look it up or or don't or don't i i don't know yeah. well, you're feeling I, adventurous that's yeah. one way to put it yeah that's mm, i don't know about that but so yeah. ha have you ha have i'm sorry germ did you have a question i didn't mean to oh well i was i was just gonna say as far as like um when you brought up the whole pedophilic thing to twilight um back on the I, <laughs> i'm not trying to go that route but i'm so Christ. i guess so in a sense they do kind of try to like from a different aspect i guess like because if you look at vampires in general they they really don't to an extent care about that kind of line yeah. i guess yeah. yeah so it's it's just a different take and it's not that i necessarily i it's not that i hate twilight i just didn't I'm more of a lost boys and you know, that kind of vampire person. So this was, it threw me off, but I did like the way that you have to kill them and how they died. That was clever. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's like I'm full a severed huge... head, right? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. 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 And like, I think like, don't they like turn glass like or they something? They do. Or... Yeah. They turn very glass like oh, and that, sort that of shatter cool. into a lot of pieces. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. It's a different take. Forgive yeah, and they me, everybody. You know. Oh, see, that's, <laughs> yeah, they, that's, oh, yeah. That's where this is the body of a killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's. Oh my god. Uh, so anyway, um, have you considered ever branching out into like the independent film scene? Like, to, so I'm sure you've probably been asked like to design covers for independent features or things like that. 
Yeah, so I'm definitely interested in it. Um, the reason that I haven't done quite as much is I like to have a little bit of a balance because I know that in order for these independent films to get the attention that I feel that they deserve, I myself also need to make sure that I'm constantly getting the attention um, from people that might like certain collections or um, like, for example, the Halloween franchise, they might love the... Um, well, I don't want to say now scream, but <laughs> they may have like certain <laughs> yeah, franchises yeah. that they really, really enjoy. And so getting that those mm -hmm. eyeballs, I think, was beneficial in being able to get the eyeballs for the independent and smaller films that I really want to get the attention. And also the thing with making things for independent films is that I know that there's not going to be as high of a demand. So there's kind of that need of being able to have a, a balance between the filmmaker and myself so that I can actually afford to do it because it's not necessarily cheap to get all of these thieves made oh, yeah. and to source all of the yeah. tapes. Yeah. That makes sense. That, that, that actually, honestly, that's, that's, uh, I never thought of it that way, but you're, you're hundred percent right. It's like, that's, that's a very marketing mind way of thinking about it. Like, because I feel like um, a, a lot of filmmakers, <laughs> we tend to not think about things from like a full on marketing side of things. And it's like, yeah. we, we just gravitate to like, what looks cool? What looks badass? That. And it's, it's yeah, it, we don't think about the cost. That's why yeah. studios hate people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, that's, it is a good way. That's a good way to bring people in. Like, you know how you mentioned, um, the franchises that people know and then that once they're there to your page it can kind of go like for instance um i had no interest in really wanting to watch like megan or the boy and then i seen your covers of both of them and i'm like see if they just go something like that that's cool and now like yeah. i've thought about it more and more i'm not gonna lie megan i might actually try to watch now dude i'm but, telling you like, i'm telling you just watch it you'll like it i loved it <laughs> i, I, I loved swear it, so. it's so good it's so good <laughs> It's a dolls are hit or miss with me. So I think the last doll movie I've really liked was dead silence. So it's a hit or miss. It's a good one too. I like doll movies. So I guess I'm biased. <laughs> I'm well, I love the Chucky series. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I even liked Annabelle despite some of the issues that I had with it. But I think part of it is because I like the actual real Annabelle, the Raggedy Ann. Yeah. 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 Oh, you would love our episode on the, the Warrens. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> um, you learn oh, a man. lot. You learn a lot. A lot of things. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever really wanted to know. Um, no. So yeah, uh, no, I, I'm a fan of Bloomhouse just in general. Like a lot of their movies mm -hmm. that they put out, I, I think I, I got to watch, you know, like, yeah, people gave me so much shit for watching Malignant and I'm like, it's one of my favorite movies that came out. Like, what was that? 2020? I don't, I don't remember uh, at this point. It's but... yeah. It's been about a year or two now, something of that mm -hmm. nature. So it's a great film. I don't care. What I'm still yet says. to, I, I, I've got a lot to catch up on. So that, that's another one on my list. So do, do you have like, um, out of your collection? Cause I, I definitely have an answer for myself, but <laughs> do you have a favorite, piece that you've worked on or do you have like a favorite piece that somebody else has created like like out of all of the artwork so for the works that i've created um so i, I had to take it down but um 
<laughs> I really liked the Star Trek one that I did. Um, okay. Okay. I, yeah. I'm a huge Trekkie. I love Star okay. Trek a lot. And when I saw the J.J. Abrams film, I was like, this is a lot like Star Wars. <laughs> like, uh, I, I'm coming I was, in here expecting oh, no. Star Trek and I'm just like, what's going on here? It's like, this is so, Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna ask you, like, what, what do you think of the Kelvin timeline? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad that it's a different timeline. I'm just gonna put it that way. Because yeah. if, yeah, well, if it was I, like this is the same yeah. timeline, I would have been like, no, you, you're not rewriting my my timeline. It goes a certain way. <laughs> I have my, <laughs> I have my dates and everything, and do not mess this up for me. So the fact that yeah, he separated yeah. it out, I am like, thank goodness he did. So I can just be okay. like, there's yeah. a Calvin timeline. Okay, that's great. I don't care for it. And then I have this over here. <laughs> I It's weird, you know, like I, I, I don't mind JJ's, well, the first two. I like the first two. That third one, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, uh, you know, I wanted the Enterprise surf, so. Yeah, I mean, everybody was talking about how the third one is the most like Star Trek. And I, when I watched it, I was like, I I don't see it but again maybe it's because i'm so interested in like voyager and next generation in the original series yeah. and it's just there's a certain feel to it that i just didn't yeah. think came across in that third film well simon Pegg, i think did some of the writing on the third film um and we all know that he's a big trekkie guy yeah. you know so that that may be where i think a lot of people get that yeah I, I don't know that vibe from but mm -hmm. i could be wrong i don't know i i liked it for the most part for what it's worth i guess i'll see the next one if they're even making a next one i, yeah, I don't know it seems like it's <laughs> yeah. in limbo right like yeah who knows oh man i've only seen the first two so i can't i haven't finished it so far so you may just want to stop there yeah <laughs> just, just after hearing this yeah you just stop there man <laughs> oh I mean, no, I know what mind. I did after. Yeah. Afterwards, I was just like, okay, I am going to just binge watch Next Generation now and get this out of my system. <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah. uh, I have some very fond memories with Next Generation from when I was, uh, like, probably like 13. <laughs> so it was, it was good. It was good. I used to collect all the Next Generation figures. Now I'm really aging myself, oh, but I had so, so many of those figures, and I also had a lot of the like the tricorders and stuff. And so I always wanted to dress up as both Deanna Troy and Beverly Crusher, and just walk around. Oh, and that's great! Like that's I was, as <laughs> part of the crew. See, <laughs> everybody tells me that I look like Will Wheaton, so. I'll take it. Oh, Everybody tells no! me that, dude. I know, I know, I know, but I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to have to meet him and we're going to have to fight to the death. Yeah, just get a side-by-side <laughs> -side photo with him. Just get a side-by-side, -side, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'll, um, I'll say out of your artwork that I've seen, I think there's three that really uh, that to really pique my interest that I really like. Um, the Power Rangers. Um, I like that one a lot, uh, but I'm also a I don't know if I could say I'm a big Power Rangers person, but it was a big part of my childhood. Same. So, same here. Yeah, but that one, um, the season of the witch, the Halloween season of the witch, I really liked that, and I think that alone, if it would have had a cover like that, it maybe would have not have got the hate that it did. Yeah. Um, 
but and also if people yeah i know we've talked about it a thousand Uh, times that movie deserves so much better i know um but i think my favorite and it surprised me because it's so simple was sinister it's so simple the way it is it's just ethan hawk with the bat and you see the noose and the girl doing and it's it's just so simple but i think even just seeing that alone like if i was to walk into what we had back in the day was a Showtime video. And if I were to walk <laughs> no. into Showtime and see that, I would have been like, you like to ask my mom, hey, can, can, we, get this? <laughs> can we get this? Like, yeah. The, can we so get the Ethan really Hawke movie? We need the yeah, yeah. Movie. <laughs> so I, so my favorite, and, and this is like, because I have this vendetta against Target or whoever it is that's creating this. I love Stranger Things, right? To no fucking end. It's so good. It's probably my favorite show that's ever existed, to be honest with you. But I'm really peeved at the fact that seasons one and two are the only two physical seasons that you can find. And I don't understand why they won't just give me that third season on 4K. But my point (laughs) is... You have taken that and you you've you've created like these crazy badass box sets, right? What the fuck? Like, how did that <laughs> even come into to existence? Like, that is the coolest shit ever. So one of the things that I wanted to do um, when I first started out was box sets. So I created the first one with um, the Justice League. Zack Snyder okay. Justice League. Oh, wow. And That's interesting. I wanted to do the double cassette because I was thinking about how back in the day Jeez. you needed to have double cassettes because it just oh, fit awesome. all on one. And I was like, okay, I, if I want to do a double cassette, how am I going to do this? And so I had my Titanic VHS and I got That's, an extra one thinking. and tore it all up. And I was like, I, I got to build this out. And so after I did that, I was like, I want to move on to now doing other box sets so with the fear street i was like all right i want to get a full box set like you would have when you had your trilogy films and then from there it just expanded and it was like i never saw other people doing box sets i wanted to do them and figure out any way creatively that i could come up with a way of doing them and so that's how it came to be (laughs) it is awesome like yeah really it's, it's it's literally my favorite pieces um that you've done just because I feel like there's so much love that, that went into that. And I don't know. It's just perfect to me. So the box yeah. sets are what I'm most proud of. So, <laughs> so that's, always, it's, it's, you it should be, you should be. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. No, a hundred percent. Like as soon as I seen them, uh, it's funny. You brought up Titanic. That's the first thing that popped back up. Cause I was like, Oh my god! I I completely forgot they used to do box sets with VHSs, and that's because when I seen that you had it, I was, that's the first thing that popped up was Titanic box set, and I was just like, "This this is really cool." So yeah, definitely should be proud of those. I just love that that retro look, man. It's just so so fucking wild. Um, do you what do you what do you think? Physical media is going to look like going forward. Like I said, that it's a very important thing for me because. I'm a collector. I I can't help myself. Like even if I see something on video on demand, I may I, I may rent it or something of that nature, and then I'm like, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for the next like the 4K or I'm gonna wait mm-hmm. for the Blu-ray, whatever. 
I'm bad for that. Like, what do you think the future of physical media is? Because I'm starting to see it just start to yeah. phase out of stores and it's heartbreaking. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking that eventually there's going to be more of a demand for it. Because like with vinyl, that's now back in stores. People are yeah. getting vinyls again. And not only are they getting vinyls again, they're also getting cassette tapes. So I think that eventually there's going to be that need to go back to the physical. I mean, we're even seeing retail stores kind of pop up again because people are getting tired of just buying things online. So I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm really hoping that we do go back to the physical because there just isn't that same connection when it's with digital because you don't physically have it in your hands. You know, it's like it's, it's on a server somewhere. That, that server goes down, that's it. Like you, you don't yeah. have it anymore. That file's gone. gone. Um, for streaming, it's not yours. You get to watch it whenever you want, but at any point, the service provider can just be like, yeah, we don't have the license for this anymore, and it's gone. Once that license is out, it's it's game mm -hmm. over. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. I, I've been trying everything in my power. The same thing with video games. Like I, I try to tell people, it's like, you don't own it if you buy it digitally. Yeah. Don't buy it yeah. digitally. Just try to buy it physically. If you can Sometimes you can't help it. You may have no choice. Like Netflix, I feel like I love Netflix. I love what they're doing for independent filmmakers. So don't hate me, Netflix. Yeah. But <laughs> um, I really don't like the fact that you guys bogard all of your stuff. Like I would totally buy like Glass Onion or I, I would totally buy those Stranger Things box sets or whatever, but they just don't exist. And I know it's to get more subscribers to their channel and, I get that, but come on, you can't tell me there's not a market for that. You know, like there's a market. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah. you're still going to make at least a little bit of a profit because at the most, if somebody is just subscribing because they want to watch in a series, they're just going to subscribe, watch the series or use the free trial. If there's a free trial that they get. And then afterwards yeah. be like, Oh, I saw what I needed to see. And, uh, cancel i did yep, it with canceled. mandalorian guys i i I, <laughs> I just got the free trial for mandalorian bam just just plowed through it and i was done yep. that's it yeah now I, i'm a firm believer that if you're a fan of something that you should own the physical copy yeah you yeah. know a hundred percent um and i'll stick by that a hundred percent because to me it just means a lot more that way and because I've, I've you know i've got a brother who's always like why do you still buy CDs? I know CDs have kind of fallen out, but like more people are going to vinyl now, but mm -hmm. I don't have a record player just yet. But then, so he's like, why do you still buy CDs? It's like, well, because I don't have a record player just yet. So I can't get the vinyl. So this is still my way of saying, Hey, I'm still a fan of these guys. And this is me supporting. Them. Yeah. And the CDs are still very high quality. So yeah. 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 yeah definitely. Plus I'm holding it in my hand. So yeah, exactly. it's like, exactly. It's an experience. It's, it's totally an experience. Which is what I think you give people as well with your VHS. It, it's it's an experience. You're you're shopping for it. You're holding it. You, you get to you can read this back, even if it is just you know a couple paragraphs of information. It's it's just just something magical about that, and I feel like that uh, this new age has kind of depleted that and has robbed us. It's robbed the whole generation of that experience, and it's a bummer. 
But, yeah. yeah. And I feel like it also takes away from the art itself because it's, yeah. it makes it more consumable as opposed to just something that you, you rewatch and you appreciate and then you glean something new from it with each viewing. If you're just streaming it, normally you just, I streamed it once, I saw it, as opposed yeah. to, oh, I'm rewatching this and seeing what I can find that's new and what new takeaways I can get from this. That's an yeah. interesting way to look at it. I've never really thought about it from the point of view of like uh, rewatch value. Like when you own something, when I would rent a movie, you know, I would pay that three to four dollars to rent it. You'd get it for like two nights, but you would watch that thing just over and over and over and almost forced yourself to fall in love with whatever that movie was, even if you don't really like it that much, just because you spent money on it yep. temporarily. I feel like streaming services, like you said, have completely uh change that for people because you may watch it once and then that's it you're never gonna watch it again because you know deep down it's like i can watch that anytime i want but you're not let's be real yeah how many people are really gonna go back and check that out it's yeah. it's, it's sad yeah Very exactly sad. and uh, you know not to dive back into the world of like cds and stuff again but you mentioned the artwork that comes along with the things the, of the physical copies and that made me think of chad specifically um, a Mudbane CD that both of you seek and I seeked out mm-hmm. mainly because, I mean, we've been waiting for it. It's, you know, you get to hold the physical copy. And then once you open the CDs and things back, like that back in the day, you get to look at the whole artwork inside and it just it's it gives you a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It gives you more in depth, whether about the movie or the, the CD that you bought. It's just, it, it's a whole different experience that I feel like you just can't get yeah. by, Hey, I'm on Spotify. Yeah. 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 I know. Taylor Swift yeah. did a really good job of that when she was trying to make CDs make the she, comeback by putting all of this extras that you get with the CD. And you can't really do that with digital. Like you're saying, it's like, what are you going to do? Have like a PDF that <laughs> comes with it yeah. and you get to scroll <laughs> through it. <laughs> okay. Well, it, it's interesting too. Cause she, it, it's funny you mentioned her because I feel like she, with this new album, right? The midnight's album, she put out like different variations of cover art, right? Yeah. Nobody Four. does that anymore. No, nobody no, does not, that anymore. That's that's all. that's. I mean, kudos. You know, yeah. credit where credits due. You and the vinyls do came in four yeah. different colors. I have all four. See of them. what I mean? That's so cool. <laughs> see, that is, see, that yeah. Awesome. Man, see, and that, and it's it's things like that, that the artists give, whether it is CDs or movies. That, like you said, you've you've got all four of them. It makes the fan want to go seek that out because it's just something so much more special and so like so cool. Yeah, one hundred percent so um sorry about our tangent we went on I'm yeah sorry i, I could talk about this for hours guys i like going um, on tangents. do you do you have like a hidden gem like that you haven't had a chance to convert yet like this movie is like this is the one this is the one but i just haven't got around to it yet oh man there's just so many um and then i, I used to have like um a, a list that I was keeping tabs of all of the different films of, of cat but... videos, right? We're, we're just going to keep <laughs> yes, calling cat them videos, cat. Cat video. <laughs> so. um, but I just never got around to them, you know, different colored cats, different types of cats. Um, yeah, not all yeah. the, the same, you know, yeah. they're, they're not all black cats. Some of them no, were no. calicos, but I just never really finished that list. So there are quite a few. Um, I still want to do this one independent film, um, but I haven't yet because I know that the 
reception on it isn't going to be grandiose. And that's okay. um, Please Stand By, which is <laughs> another one of those like Star okay. Trek kind of films. It's okay. a movie okay. that was done um, with uh, Magnolia films with Dakota okay. Fanning in it. And it's a movie that's really near and dear to my heart. And so I wanted to do that one, even though I know people are going to be like, what is this? <laughs> it's not even like horror. A limited, maybe you could do like a limited release or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or knows? even just to do the art and to kind of like yeah, put it up yeah, there. It, yeah. But there's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And so would I you wanna... say that's, that's like your magnum opus? Like the one that's like, this is the one. I don't but... know if it really is. It's just more of something that I've been really wanting to do because okay. it's just a film that I think deserves more attention than it, it got. But as opposed as for like Magnum Opus, I'm not sure yet. It's just it's one of those that once I start working on it, that's normally when I get my ideas and then yeah. whatever comes out comes out. And sometimes what I end up doing is just completely different from what I initially anticipated doing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay, I like that. So who knows? It, it could be something that you're just kind of going into, like, oh, I'm just going to make this. And before you know it, you could, like, at the end of it, be like, wow, this might be my favorite yet. And you didn't expect that, right? Is it kind of like yeah, that? Like, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. my, like, my second favorite was the Dr. Sleep one. And I went into that just thinking, oh, I'm just going to yeah. put this together. And then I'm like, <laughs> whoa, wait, I actually really like this one. Yeah. No, Dr. Sleep in general, such a good movie. Oh, oh my so God. Good. Like, that movie, like, it, 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 once again, tangent people, but that movie like slapped me out of left field and I was like, what the fuck? Like I didn't, I didn't expect it to be what it was yeah. and it was so good on so many levels. And I don't know how they were able to capture that essence again, but they captured Stanley Kubrick's essence so well throughout that yeah. whole film. It was well, awesome. While also staying true to the vision. 100%. Yep. 100%. Um, well, I, I do want to ask, um, what, as far as what is one movie that, you know, makes you think most about Halloween? What would you say? Like just Halloween and general, like the holiday, not the actual Halloween. Yeah. But what is the most and why is it that makes you think of Halloween specifically? Uh, do you have a song maybe that goes with it or makes you think of Halloween as well? Like between movies and songs. So. Well, the Trick or Treat movie is the one movie that I'm always thinking about oh. every single Halloween. <laughs> I never ever even create jack o' lanterns <laughs> because I know that if I did, <laughs> I can't. It's can't. Like, this is just bad off, luck. So, yeah. like, this is horrible. Yeah, I avoid them. I never put them out, and just to begin with, to start with. But yeah, it, that's that's the one film that I think about each time. I mean, it's just like from the trying on the costumes to mm -hmm. the actual trick-or-treating um, to just how adorable um, <laughs> he is. Uh, Sam is just like the cutest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like... it's, I, I think Jerem's going to hate me for this, but I, I almost think that Sam could easily replace Michael Myers as the mascot of the okay. Halloween in general. <laughs> go ahead so come at me bro <laughs> well i'm not gonna so you're gonna be surprised a little bit because and i think i may have mentioned it once on another episode so i mean halloween is hands down that's my favorite as chad said i consider michael myers the mascot so but 
I slept on trick or treat for the longest time. And I finally, I think I was sick during the month of October and I just, it came on TV and I was like, well, I'll give it a shot. And then I was mad at myself that I didn't watch it a lot sooner because this was years after it came out and I was so mad. And now I think I put it right up there with Halloween, maybe just a little below just because I've got such a love for Halloween, but I, I may even tie it, but it's right there. I love that movie. And I think um, I'll agree with you as far as if I think of Halloween now, I do think of trick or treat. But I th- I'm sorry, Chad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Michael's still, he's still, Sam's right there. Maybe he was like holding Sam's hand, taking a trick or treat before he goes killing the babysitters. But how, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. Fine. Uh, do, do you have a specific song? We, we did a whole episode like dedicated to like songs that are not necessarily spooky, but maybe they give Halloween vibes. Do you have a specific one? Well, I always like the Aqua song Halloween, which is like from their second album. And I mean, it's like literally the name what is, kind is of right deep there. What is that? It's like... <laughs> Aqua. Oh yeah. My God. I kind of, I only know one song. I think Barbie Girl, right? Was that Aqua? Yeah, that was also Aqua. That's the, that's the only song that yeah. I, I know about. So in it, they I have. Say, I know what I'm looking up. Yeah. In it, yeah, she I has. Yeah this whole like um dialogue at the beginning where she's like hello and then it's like this play on screen and so i'm like yes this is is, like the song to play every year in october does the guy chime in too where he's like hey you know oh of course he does (laughs) (laughs) oh god i have to check this out yeah yeah. it's great well i know what i'm doing so yeah (laughs) yeah same so I got a few more questions here. Um, I don't know. This one's a little, this one I'm always like, eh, I always ask people this one, but what do you, what do you think the best film of the last decade was in your opinion? It could be horror. It doesn't have to be, but I watch a lot of horror. So the odds are mine's going to be that. Okay. I'm going to show my age here. It's always hard for me to think last decade. <laughs> Let's see. Back yeah, in the nineties. The last <laughs> It's oh. okay. Oh man, there's just there's so many good there's films that came out, lot. and to I'm gonna have to reorient myself. No, you're fine. I, I see. This is why I, I I never really ask this question very often. Yeah. I'm just like, eh, it's kind of a because it can go either way, really. Yeah. Um, because it's just oh, so man. yeah. yeah there's, no. There are so many. Um, I think one of the best, it, maybe not the best, because I'm pretty sure afterwards I'm going to think about like ten other ones that I yeah. should have mentioned. But I think Get Out was just fantastic. It's so because good, it, isn't it? It's good on so many different levels. It's not just good as a horror film. It's also good on a social level. It's good yep. um, on a on an acting level. It's good on a comedic level. There's yeah, just, yeah. It, it's so well done that I, yeah, I think that's one of the top. What what did you think of Nope? Did you like it? I loved oh, it. I loved, I thought it I was loved great. Nope. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, and I'm so a good. huge oh. Kiki Palmer fan, so <laughs> I was like, yes. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, Germ, I, have you have you watched it yet? I know I know Justin watched it, but I wasn't sure if you got around to it yet. I haven't just yet, but that was one of the main things that actually lured me to it. It was seeing Kiki Palmer's in it, so I was like, I'll, it's I'll check it's it out. it's a really yeah. good movie. It's yeah. so good. 
you know, I was, uh, I think the night that I was actually about to watch it and I chose to watch Smile instead, which I, I don't regret it because it was a good movie. Uh, uh, I, I still love that movie, dude. I, I, I like fight you on that. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. I, I, I skipped, oh. I, I was the guy who skipped forward just to see what the creature was. I was like, I just got to see what this thing is. And then I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I'm never going to watch that movie probably. <laughs> Me too. It's so good. I don't know why I did that. I, I was like, uh, we'll see. Maybe one day I'll get around to it. But nope. Yeah, it's definitely on my list next. I've got a couple ones that I'm kind of kicking myself in the foot for not watching yet. So I've got Malignant. a few nopes up there. Malignant. Damn nope. It. Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> I'm telling you, you won't regret it. I promise. So back in October, you did an interview with uh, Olivia Scott Welch yeah. about um, from from Fear Street. Phenomenal actress, by the way. Uh, you asked her a big loaded question, and I'm going to flip the script and I'm going to ask you the same question. Have you had a paranormal experience or have you witnessed a UFO or I guess a UAP now, as everybody's calling it? Mm-hmm. And no, people were not talking about balloons. So, <laughs> yeah, let's. Yeah, no. So I've had several paranormal experiences. Um, one of them I, I can't really discuss in public. Um, it's, okay, that's fair. Yeah, it's, um, it's just because I, I know this probably sounds silly, but I like to protect the privacy of particular ghosts, <laughs> especially if they're I'll child spirits. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll yeah. take it. So yeah, when it comes to like a, a child spirit, I'm like, um, I don't want, I don't want anything happening to this child spirit. But I've had experiences with, with kid spirits before. Um, okay. And then I've also had uh, an experience where somebody that I knew who passed away at the age of 17 um, afterwards was knocking on my door constantly, uh, ringing doorbells. Mm moving doors around and it was one of those experiences where it's like is this her or is it somebody else and i'm like it has to be her it has to be her coming around and and trying to get my attention and i think it's just because she had a message she needed something to be told to someone and so i told them that message and it was the weirdest experience i heard this like thank you and that other person heard an i love you and then wow. no more experiences after that. No more ringing doorbells. No more, um, like, drawers being moved around. That was it. It's just a sense of closure, yeah. basically. Yeah. And wow. I just needed to be the person to actually say it. So I said it, and then that was it. Wow. So far, That's... you're the only person to give us an actual, like, yeah. legitimate, like, experience everybody else always has um it's it's for me like i want something paranormal to happen to me but i I think that the more that i go looking for it the more it's not gonna happen yeah and that's okay it's fine it's i'll just take it for what it's worth yeah i i even had told mike too it's like if you keep wanting it to happen then it's not going to happen. So for me, for the longest time, I wanted things to happen and nothing ever happened. And so when I was least expecting it, when I least wanted it, when I least was thinking it could even happen is when it happened. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I found myself being, I guess, more in tune and more open to things happening. And I just kind of let, let things happen. 
Um, and I just also try to stay positive too, because I never really had any negative experiences. I know other people probably are like, I've had these crazy, horrible things happen. And it's like, no, <laughs> no nothing crazy has happened to me. It's always been good, friendly spirits that have come to me. And so I just yeah. keep putting out the good vibes because I don't want any of the negative stuff coming to me. <laughs> I don't need it. Yeah, no, I think that's yeah. a good way to do it. Um, you know, seek out good things and hopefully good things happen in return. I, I, yeah. I, I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, Jerem, did yeah, you have any follow-up questions there? Uh, well, I was just going to say, you know, not only is she the first person to really give us some good feedback as far as a paranormal experience, but she gave me goosebumps too here. And yeah, that's, the, that's the, the thank you. Because I've, I've seen things, but I've never heard them. So that was, that would be a different experience. And I'm sure it was like that. Was, you know, that's what What's your wild. take on, um, this may be going completely you know, opposite of, of what we just discussed, how, you know, you try to respect the living and the dead, but, um, Ouija boards, like, what, what, what do you think about that? Like, okay. So I is have... that something you're just like, fuck no, <laughs> I, I have two Ouija boards and I never use them. I okay. don't want to use them because I feel like every time that people have used them that I spoken to they say that they've just gotten negative information back and so i think that you're Mm -hmm. just kind of potentially opening yourself up to anything by doing that and then there's all these rules that you need to follow and a lot of people don't follow these rules too many rules yeah that's why i stay away i'm like yeah "Mm." you got to protect yourself you have to do cleanses you have to close out the board and i'm just like if there's a certain spirit that i really want to speak to I don't need to use a Ouija board for it. I'm not going to touch yeah. the Ouija board. It's just there yeah. for this looks cool and it's for display purposes and that's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I will vouch for that as far as the negative. That's it's, it's, there's no point in it. It's just negative. Uh, I no longer mess with them. You shouldn't either. Just don't. Just don't. Uh, just don't. <laughs> um, I, I do though. Um, and I feel like this is something I'll bring up a lot because I'm a, I'm a big uh, Steve King person. So uh, I have to ask you, as far as a Stephen King movie um, or book in general, what would you consider your favorite? Um, and I may have overlooked it if you have already done it, but if you haven't, um, as far as a VHS cover, which one of those would you like to do? Or if, like I said, I may have overlooked if you have them one. And I apologize. There's so many good ones that I don't even know. Oh, man. I, I think The Shining probably remains my favorite. Um, just because of the fact that there's so much with um, with the characters that's deeper than what's actually mm-hmm. portrayed in the film. Um, but I also really enjoyed um, the Gerald's Game. Which, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's because of the fact that being trapped like that is probably one of the most horrific, <laughs> realistically nightmarish things that could happen. It's like creepy clown chasing you around. It's like, yeah, not possible. Not, nah, nah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the potential of being locked up somewhere, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that can happen. 
Yeah, that puts fear to a whole new level. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. That's <laughs> pretty scary. Yeah, either that or misery, man. Misery yeah. is just right up there too. Just, mm. Nope. Nope. Yeah, nope. <laughs> nope. That's all you can say nope. about that. Well, Katie, it's been awesome having you on the show. Um, where can all these fine folk find you at? So I am available on Katie Video at K-A-D-I Video. Um, for Instagram, uh, same for TikTok, though there's not really much there on TikTok yet. And then it's um, katievideo.com for the website. Awesome, awesome. You also do a podcast, correct? Like um... I do, yes. I have a podcast so, so. that's also on uh, Spotify, the Katie Video Podcast. Awesome, awesome. Well, Katie, we'd love to have you back on the show sometime in the future to talk mm-hmm. about whatever you want. You know, and VHS anytime. art, movies, horror. <laughs> We loved having you on here. This has been awesome. Yeah, and as always, people, keep it spooky out there. <laughs>